Welcome to the PeaceWorks Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Moles. I'm a pastor and biblical counselor who helps churches and families confront the evil of domestic violence and promote healthy, God-honoring relationships. Welcome back to the PeaceWorks Podcast, everyone. On today's episode, we're going to be talking uh, just a little bit about where we come from and some of the rationale behind PeaceWorks. Uh, some of the things that we're thankful for when it comes to this ministry. But before we do that, I want to take a moment to remind you of PeaceWorks University. PeaceWorks University is our online membership community, and it is chock full of resources that I know uh, you are going to benefit from. If you are learning and growing and value the PeaceWorks podcast, I think PeaceWorks University is your best next step. Tons of resources, a thriving community, people who want to engage the problem of domestic abuse from a gospel-centered perspective, uh, we would love to have you be part of PeaceWorks University. You can learn more about PeaceWorks University at chrismoles.org. All right, friends, so today, at the time of this recording, it is our 250th episode. So 250 times we have met together like this and I just want to take some time to thank you and many folks who have been a part of making the PeaceWorks podcast uh, as successful as it has been. And at the time of this recording, it is November, and so we're heading into a time of Thanksgiving for many of us. And I just wanted to, to give you just a little bit of a rundown of where we are, maybe where we're going, and some of the wonderful things that have happened over the last few years. You know, it wasn't long ago, uh, 2017, 2018, uh, when I was becoming a bit overwhelmed as a pastor and a biblical counselor and a practitioner and someone in the work and was receiving phone calls and emails and requests pretty regularly that were beyond my ability to keep up with, along with all the other obligations that I had as a dad and a husband and a pastor and an educator. And so it was at that point in time that uh, I was contemplating next steps. What is it that uh, we can do or I can do uh, to advance the, uh, the work or continue to participate uh, in the work? Around that time, uh, I had been approached by my denomination, which interestingly enough was a scary time for me. You know, I I had been a church planner with the CMA for for many years up to that point, and, and our little church was not the healthiest, and um, we financially were struggling. We uh, had um, a very small attendance, and yet we, as a family, were trying to be faithful to, to, that, uh, to that work. And I just knew that every time the denomination called that I was probably in trouble. And that was just my own heart uh, telling me things that weren't true because they were so encouraging and so helpful and just wanted to see me and my family flourish. Uh, It was at that point that one leader in particular had met me for coffee and, and he said something to me that had been super helpful. And so I just want to, I guess, first say a thank you to Dan Scarrow who is now a district superintendent within the Christian Missionary Alliance. Uh, 
because he and our district leaders at the time, he was representing them, did not come to scold me or to correct me or to encourage me to abandon uh, domestic violence ministry. They actually wanted to encourage me to keep going, uh, to invest more and to find new ways to do the work more efficiently. And they weren't upset with the size of the church or the finances. They were really, rightfully so, as good leaders, concerned about my heart and my family. And I remember Dan well saying, Chris, we're afraid that if you don't do this work, someone less qualified will do it. And we believe in you. How can we help you? And that was just just the freedom from my denominational leaders to get behind domestic abuse ministry uh, and encourage me to keep going, and then to get behind me in prayer and support uh, was a huge blessing. And one of the reasons why uh, I believe PeaceWorks is uh, functioning as well as it is is because at one point in time, uh, people who were responsible for me as a leader empowered me to do the work. You know, another big move for us that I'm just thankful for that I want to let you guys know about was when we assembled our team, which is just me and and my assistant. And some of you guys uh, know my assistant, Chelsea, and I just want to say what a blessing that she is and that the work of PeaceWorks would not be as effective as it is without her and her involvement. And if you're a PeaceWorks podcast regular, just know uh, that there is a team member who works diligently on your behalf, on the behalf of victims and perpetrators and churches. And um, she is, in many ways, the, um, the person who keeps PeaceWorks alive and operating. Uh, and we're all so thankful uh, for her and her family and how they contribute and help uh, PeaceWorks. And that was probably the single greatest decision we made as a family was to hire someone to help with the ministry and um, to to really see the ministry flourish as it has. And so we're just really thankful. We're 250 episodes in, in large part, because of the freedom given by leaders, the support that we have here at home, uh, and the decisions that we made subsequently. And I think one of the biggest decisions that we made as a team uh, was to start a membership site. And I said at the outset, you know, one of the things that was a bit overwhelming for me uh, in this ministry was the the amount of emails and phone calls that I was receiving and fielding. Uh, I have fond memories of those days. Our little house uh, in a nearby community here, sitting on the front porch, uh, answering calls from people who were in need or people who were struggling with cases and uh, doing our best, doing my best to, to answer those questions. And so the overwhelm was real, but the joy was also real. And I'm just thankful that as a team, we were able to discuss possibilities and come up with the concept of PeaceWorks University. And PeaceWorks University was really the, the first big thing that we created in an attempt to help manage the ministry of PeaceWorks. And I'm, I'm so glad that we did. And it started in uh, February. We ended up with about 40 initial members. Uh, no content, just what little bit of content I already had. And then we began filming content regularly and monthly. And since 2018, 
Uh, we've seen that membership grow to nearly 200 members uh, who are learning about gospel-centered responses to domestic abuse and hundreds of hours of video-based resources, hundreds of pages of written resources, uh, live Q&As, and just a vault of great resources for Christian people helpers. And it's been a, a thrill to see PeaceWorks University grow. And it all began with a discussion on how do we answer questions and equip people and train people without answering phone calls every day. I was answering, you know, very similar questions every day. And so the membership site was kind of a way uh, to, to minister in a time frame that we could manage. And it's been uh, a huge success for us and one of the favorite uh, things that we do uh, here at PeaceWorks. And that brings me back to you, listener, to the PeaceWorks podcast, to the thousands of people who listen to the podcast regularly. Uh, I, I do want to be honest with you how thankful, thankful we are for you. But the PeaceWorks podcast started because as we were moving towards PeaceWorks University, as we were starting from scratch, this membership site and how to get people involved and, and how to connect people to the work of um, biblical ministry and gospel-centered ministry to, uh, to domestic abuse, uh, I was leery to simply have what we called a, a pay-to-play option. I, I was leery to have just a membership site that people paid a subscription to without really offering something robust that was free. And I had had just a little bit of experience in podcasting. This was back before podcasting was cool and everybody was doing it. I had a little microphone and I had a brief podcast for, uh, for a while. And we thought, well, maybe that's something we could do. Maybe that's something that we could do for free that would um, be available to everybody because I didn't want to offer a paid option if I wasn't offering something for free, because I want to make sure everybody could access the material. And so the PeaceWorks podcast is a much more clumsy, uh, unorganized representation of what you might see in PeaceWorks University. And so that's what we did. We started the PeaceWorks podcast, and now we're 250 episodes in of, uh, of just this content discussing domestic abuse and how it affects the church and how we can respond and the reason why it has been as successful as it is is because of you, because you guys listen. So I'm so thankful for leaders who freed me to do ministry. I'm so thankful for ministry partners who work hard to make sure PeaceWorks is successful. I'm so thankful for members who finance the ministry and, and make sure the bills are paid and then also are learning and growing and changing the world where they live. Uh, but Without a doubt, the PeaceWorks podcast is what we call our biggest haystack. It's the, it's the largest audience that we reach, and I jokingly have referred to us as the world's worst podcast, and yet you continue to listen week after week and subscribe and be part of the family, and um, that's a huge blessing, and it's a tremendous blessing to us, and we're so thankful. And I know we've deviated a good bit from our normal content of talking about and applying scripture and helping people help people. But I did want to take a few moments just to tell you how thankful we are that you're part 
of the ministry through the PeaceWorks podcast. And as long as we can continue uh, to sit down behind a microphone and talk for about 20 minutes every week, we're going to continue to do that because this is one of the most valuable platforms that we have because of you. And we're so thankful for you and how you're growing, how you're being encouraged, how you're being challenged through the PeaceWorks podcast. You know, what happened, and more to be thankful for, is that, that yes, God has been at work uh, throughout this whole journey of PeaceWorks and, and the things that we have done. And I just want to give you just now just a kind of a quick timeline of, of thankfulness. Uh, the first being that the seminary that I attended was willing to dialogue with me about domestic abuse. I did my MABC at Faith Bible Seminary, and they wanted to learn more. And so they allowed me to write all my papers on domestic abuse, and they allowed me to think out loud about the gospel and the intersection of the church and this problem. And uh, that led to the book. And um, I'm really thankful again for Focus Publishing taking the chance on this topic. And even not just this topic, but the, the, the niche of addressing men and abusers in particular. And uh, that led to the book, which led to more speaking engagements, which led to more requests, which led to where we are today, the podcast and PeaceWorks University. But that also led to the formation of Men of Peace groups, which led to the development of the Men of Peace self-paced course, which now has been in the hands of hundreds of people who are working through that material uh, many of which with a shepherding team, with a local church. And th- to me, that is among the most exciting things, is that we have not tried to build a ministry. I-, I honestly can say this, listener, we've tried to be faithful with what God has given us, and he continues to give us just a little bit more to be responsible for. And we're just so thankful where we've come and where we're headed. Uh, 2023, we are prayerfully considering uh, starting uh, groups, men of peace groups associated with peace works. And uh, we're looking at all of the uh, pieces to that and what it would take to pull those off. We're, can, we're also looking forward to the specialized certification training with our partners at the Association of Biblical Counselors, looking at a new book that hopefully will be published in 2023, uh, Caring for Families. And so we're excited for all of the things that are happening and thankful for all of the resources that are available that uh, we can be a part of. And with all that said, we're thankful again for you that this podcast is blessing you and it's part of your life and um, that you continue to support and be part of our lives as we continue to serve those uh, who are suffering and confront those who are hurting. Several years ago, when we first started down the path, we said that we hoped that we'd see the church become the safest place on the planet. I gave ourselves like a 20-year timeline, right? We were hoping that in 20 years, the church would be the safest place on the planet. It's not the safest place on the planet. I can tell you we still interact with a lot of dangerous things and dangerous situations. But I also want you to know how thankful I am in how far we've come. That the church of Jesus Christ, and PeaceWorks is just a small part of this, is in large part, safer today than it was 10 years ago. That the resources we have today far outweigh what we had 10 years ago. I was recently uh, speaking briefly in a biblical counseling class at a, at, a, at a college, 
And one of the students asked me specifically about this topic in, in the realm of biblical counseling. And um, the, the, the tone of the question, it was an important question, but it was about how little we have done. And I just tried to remind the students that, one, biblical counseling is a young movement. But two, in the last 10 years, more has been done than the previous 40 years combined. And that the work that we are seeing from friends and allies and people around the movement and from, and many of you who are regular listeners has made a real difference in the church. We're not anywhere near done, but we have so much to be thankful for as churches. One by one, people groups are becoming safer places. I'm thinking in particular of, um, of a victim who was not served well by her church. And yet she persevered and, and God was gracious to her. Uh, there were people who came alongside her and their, her church learned valuable lessons from how they did not respond well. They since have been resourced, they've been educated, they've been trained, they've been learning and they've been growing and they've been handling cases better than they had before. Guys, that's something to be thankful for something to rejoice in, and you get to play a small part in that as we all um, do our part in our sphere to see the church become a safer place. Well, I know I've rambled a good bit. I've just talked about some things on my heart. I hope that you were encouraged, uh, at least. I, I hope that you were as encouraged as I was. We have so much to be thankful for, and uh, some days, you know, I can take PeaceWorks for granted, and I can think, oh, I've got all of this to do. I've got, a, I've got this huge to-do list i got to get done. Oh, I forgot to do that. Um, but I'm so grateful that I get to do this work. And a, and a lot of that is due to, to people and friends and coworkers who have supported us, who've locked arms with us, who've done the hard work with us, um, and, and realized how important this work is. And it's certainly due in large part to you, listener, who continues to support the work by learning and growing and affecting change in your own area. If you enjoy the PeaceWorks podcast, and I am assuming that you do because you continue to listen, could you do us a favor? Whatever platform you're listening on, would you rate, review, subscribe, follow, whatever the platform asks, let them know that you value the PeaceWorks podcast. We would really appreciate that. And uh, again, thank you guys for being part of this family. I can't wait to jump back into content with again, again with you next week as we continue to strive towards that goal of seeing the church become the safest place on the planet. Until next time, friends, God bless.